The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. And thanks to the guys from Honeymoon Suite for joining me this afternoon. I'll have to check out Father Christmas, their tune. As well, check out the, that um, that new tune of theirs as well. Sounds pretty good. Uh, we are halfway through Black Friday. Have you bought anything? I have. Hilberg and Burke earrings for everybody, I tell you. Uh, a new survey by the Retail Council of Canada shows more of you plan to make purchases today than on Boxing Day. And experts are saying that Black Friday now fills a Canadian need, getting a good deal on gifts before the holiday rather than waiting until after the fact. We're joined this afternoon by Craig Patterson, the Editor-in-Chief of Retail Insider and the Director of Applied Research at the U of A School of Retailing. Craig, welcome back to the show. Thank you for having me. Okay, Black Friday. Tell us how it's evolved over the years. It showed up in Canada, what, about uh, 10 years ago? Not even. I think it was actually 2013. Oh, wow. uh, so we're talking only six years now. It's, it's still quite a new phenomenon, although it's quite popular. Yeah, very, very popular. What are you uh, hearing about it? There's been a number of surveys and stuff that have been published uh, in the last 24 hours, 48 hours. People saying, you know, we love this more than Boxing Day. Uh, is, this, is this going to take over from that? It's possible. Um, as you mentioned with the Retail Council of Canada study, they did say that it was expected that uh, you know Black Friday would see more shopping and more money spent than Boxing Day, you know, which is a day after Christmas Day. Um, I've seen some conflicting uh, studies, though. Uh, when uh, Think Tank Dig360 out of Vancouver, it said the opposite. In fact, that they had expected <laughs> uh, Boxing Day to still be busy. Uh-huh. You know, anecdotally, I, I, I went out to a few shopping malls, and um, it's, it's, it's a busy day, but I, I mean, it's not as busy as I expected. Uh, again, it's just my own observations. Yeah, I was going to ask you if you bought anything yet today. Actually, I haven't, believe it or not. <laughs> I'm going to, but online, that's the thing. I don't want, I don't, uh, I, I shouldn't say that, but um, yeah, no, I'm planning to make a few online purchases and actually not go into any stores. So well, more of a Cyber Monday type of thing. I wanted to touch on that uh, a little bit. Um, there has been a bit of a changing of the guard in, in that one. There is a lot more online shopping now. There's, there's not the battles so much for those latest hot toys like we used to see. Remember when it would be like, I don't know, a strawberry shortcake doll or the latest whatever, and people were fighting for it and there's brawls that's not really the case anymore not so much i mean people are able to shop online which you know there's there's far less room for riots if you're not actually amongst (laughs) other people so um yeah i I think that it has died down a little bit i also think as a consumer culture we've become inundated with stuff i mean you know a lot of retailers came into the canadian market over the past five years we've had uh, you know more opportunities to shop than we ever have online shopping is been increasing and and you know in some cases i think people are a little bit tapped out they, they're almost over consumed mm, interesting and with with the online aspect of there with that and and so many more people turning to that how are the brick and mortar stores having to adjust um when it comes to trying to get people in their doors instead of uh shopping online you know providing maybe more of an experience Absolutely, to a degree, or certainly offering that online experience as well, um, you know, providing the consumer the opportunity to get what they want, when they want it, and how they want it. So, uh, you know, if retailers don't have a strong online presence, they probably should if they want to survive into the future. But at the same time, you know, physical retailers or store, I should say retailers that have stores, you know, the, the ones that are going to be successful are the ones ultimately that 
will create a reason for the consumer to actually come to that store. I mean, if you look at, uh, you know, retailers that have failed, like, say, Payless Shoes, you know, it was a fairly unremarkable retail experience within those stores. But, mm-hmm. you know, you get a store like, say, Simon's at West Edmonton Mall, which you go in there and you're like, well, this is really a cool-looking place and it's fun and it's got customer service. Uh, retailers like that, you know, will be successful. You know, we, we were talking, um, well, we, we've been talking a lot about shopping over the past 24 hours, as, as you can as you can guess. It, it seems that, you know, Black Friday has kind of, has, has met a, a need that wasn't being met before. And the fact of the matter is, is people want deals before the holidays to buy uh, Christmas presents. And we have seen some of those, you know, there's been deals and that sort of stuff, but, you know, really, really, really great deals. We want them now not afterwards. That's right, absolutely. Uh, and I think every year we're seeing, you know, Black Friday kind of move into Black, you know, Black Friday week. I mean, it's pretty much going to be a flurry of sales up until, uh, you know, December 25th. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we also, you know, there, there's Black Friday, and we've been talking a little bit about um, Small Business Saturday as well, because there's Cyber Monday, all that sort of stuff. Small Business Saturday and taking some time to focus on the small businesses, the local businesses in the community, what they're providing, what they're offering it up. And 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 I think sometimes that it can be it can be tough for those smaller businesses on days like this. I think so. I mean, I've noticed a real polarization in the industry where a lot of people are gravitating to big brands and larger retailers. And that's certainly not the case, you know, across the entire uh, you know spectrum. There are people that are, you know, looking to smaller retailers, uh, looking to shop local, and they're curious, you know, where the products are made, where they're from, are they, you know, ethically sourced. So there's certainly a segment of the population looking at that, but at the same time, look at the growth of Amazon. I mean, Mm -hmm. uh, definitely not a small business and is seeing incredible sales growth in Canada as well as, uh, you know, in other markets that it's in around the world. What are you expecting um, this this holiday season as far as the Alberta economy? We know it's been uh, tough times in in the province for uh, a number of years now. What do you think that impact is going to be on retailers? I think it's going to be a little bit soft. I mean, there are still people with money in Alberta and, you know, People are still going to shop for, you know, the winter holiday season, be it Christmas or otherwise. But, uh, you know, I think that it is still a challenging time for uh, for people. I actually personally know some people that have recently been laid off of jobs, which yeah. is, is still happening, unfortunately, in Alberta. So, uh, you know, it may not be as strong as other parts of the country, but nevertheless, you know, I think we're ingrained to shop at this time of year for, you know, whatever celebration that, uh, you know, we might be part of uh, over the winter. You know what, Craig, uh, a couple of days ago, uh, we were talking about something called showrooming. Do you, yeah, we talked about it and whether or not it was cool to do, whether it was okay to do or not, but the impact of it on, 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 on stores. Do you know much about it? Yes, I mean, it's something that's been going on for a while. I think it was actually, you're probably quoting a study from the Canadian Federation of Independent Business. They were saying that, uh, you know, showrooming was potentially hurting small retailers. I mean, absolutely. Basically, uh, what it is is, you know, consumer goes to a store, checks something out, learns about a product, goes online, finds it cheaper, or goes to another store and finds it cheaper and and buys it there. I mean, so basically, you know, the one retailer has been used as a showroom to showcase the product and the consumer is going elsewhere where there's a better price. I mean, that's definitely a threat. I, I think that, you know, some retailers are able to, you know, utilize that to their advantage in terms of actually bringing the consumer into the store, offering them something that they can't get online, uh, perhaps selling them something else. I mean, there's always possibilities there, but, you know, I, I do think that, you know, showrooming is a challenge, especially to retailers that don't have 
a strong online presence or really aren't able to compete on price, which, you know, in some cases, some consumers really just want the cheapest thing. Yeah, I guess part of me, I, I, I'm looking at both sides. Part of me, I, I, part of me says I have no problem with people doing this because it's part of researching the product and, and doing what you want to do. And you're always going to look for that, for that best, um, the best price. On the other hand, I can see, you know, the, the customer service uh, person who spent all that time just to give you all the information, losing a sale. Um, it's, it's a balancing act, isn't it? Absolutely. And, you know, in some stores now, especially the high-end ones, uh, some of the employees are actually working on 100% commission, like yeah. they hold rent crews. So, yeah. uh, you know, I, I've, I, I know one young woman who went into, uh, this is in Vancouver, the room at Hudson's Bay, tried on a, uh, a very uh, fancy, expensive jacket, then went online to another store and bought it for a fraction of the price because <laughs> that other store had a sale. So, wow. uh, you know, the salesperson that, uh, you know, helped her out, got nothing in terms mm-hmm. of you know anything financially so mm-hmm. this is certainly a concern i think for certain retailers what are you expecting looking ahead to uh, 2020 for uh, the retail economy in this province and, uh, and across the country uh i mean in terms of alberta i mean i'm crossing fingers that things do get better i, I know that <laughs> there has been a bit of a recession that has been uh, prolonged uh, uh, at the same time, you know, I do the Retail Council of Canada Shopping Centre study, and, and the numbers are actually quite strong for most malls. I mean, we're not seeing a huge decrease. So uh, I think things will remain level. I don't think we're going to see a decrease, but I also think, you know, there will be a little bit more pain for times to come. Uh, in terms of around the country, I think it's a little bit mixed. I mean, consumers have bought a lot recently, and when you look at the cost of living, I mean, it's getting more expensive to live in Canada, mm-hmm. and people are spending more money on you know, gadgets like iPhones. Uh, they're also looking at experiences like restaurants, uh, going on trips. I mean, this is all competing for the dollar, which there, in some cases, is less money uh, in a household to begin with. So, uh, you know, I do unfortunately think we're going to see more, uh, you know, retail bankruptcies, uh, you know, retailers that are, uh, uh, you know, not able to make it financially. That's unfortunately, you know, we just saw Bentley Leathers, for example, uh, go into receivership yeah. this week. Uh, Beauclair Home, which has a couple of stores in Edmonton. So, it's, I think it's going to be a challenging time for retailers. I don't think it's all bad. I mean, there's certainly a lot of retail successes, but at the same time, you know, it's, 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 it's a tough time if retailers aren't able to keep up. I hadn't heard about Beauclair. I had, didn't know that they were in trouble. It was, uh, yeah, it was kind of hidden. Ah. <laughs> it, it was, uh, there was an acquisition, and they framed it to the Canadian press as being, oh, there's been an acquisition, and by the way, you also you know, filed for bankruptcy. So, yeah, uh. the truth is, uh, you know, a good percentage of the stores will be closing. Do you know of any, um, you know, really great news stories? Any um, birds chirping in your ear about uh, new stores coming to town, anything like that? You always seem to be the guy that knows if something <laughs> cool is happening at Southgate or at West Edmonton Mall or downtown. Yeah, well, probably not downtown. Uh, <laughs> Redford's closing downtown, unfortunately, yeah. in January. Uh, I'm trying to think what I'm allowed to say. There's a couple of things that are definitely coming that, you know, are confidential, but West Edmonton Mall will be getting more luxury brands, which I think is quite interesting. Um, the, Sear, the former Sear space, which used to be a Woodward's in eons ago when I was a kid at Southgate, is going to be redeveloped into something really interesting. It's going to be kind of a, a, a gathering place that's going to have, you know, restaurants and entertainment and, um, you know, retail, of course, as well, some larger uh, retail concepts. Uh, West Edmonton Mall has this really interesting thing that they're going to start building. It's a, it's a Toyota dealership. Uh, it's going to be highly interactive. You can uh, have your car detailed and they'll have valet parking. So oh. uh, those that might be shopping at those luxury stores at West Edmonton Mall, especially as, you know, whole retro prepares to close downtown, uh, they'll be able to go to the mall and actually, you know, have less of a challenge finding parking 
And believe me, on I tried parking it with Simitomola on December 24th, and it's been almost impossible. Even the overflow uh, lot was, was full. <laughs> what is it about folks who wait to the last minute to go shopping, Craig? A lot of people by their nature are procrastinators. Unfortunately, I'm one of them. And, uh, you know, people will find ways of doing other things and perhaps avoid those, you know, tasks uh, for a variety of reasons. And, and, you know, some people may, you know, uh, not uh, underestimate the amount of time that they have. So, uh, yeah, it's, I think it's quite common. I mean, yeah. you're going to see December 24th being incredibly busy across the city. Uh, I wanted to cycle back to uh, something that you had mentioned about more luxury brands coming to West Edmonton Mall. Isn't that kind of, you know, when you look at the economy, when you look at the economy in, in the province and you look at what we hear, the tough times, all that sort of thing, but then we hear about more luxury brands coming and and and, and we know the cost of, of some of those. It, it, it seems to be contradictory, although I'm wondering, Craig, if the folks that can afford the luxury ba- brands are just the ones that can afford the luxury brands and they're not hurting like everyone else. You know, it's really mixed. I mean, there is a certain segment of the population that's wealthy. Um, Mm -hmm. As well as, you know, we've seen a rise in social media and brand awareness. There are, there is a segment of the population that's saving up to, say, buy that Louis Vuitton bag that typically they wouldn't be able to afford, but, you know, they want to be seen with it. And thirdly, I mean, the University of Alberta has a lot of international students, and it's Mm -hmm. not a secret that, you know, it's primarily an Asian demographic buying luxury brands in Canada. Mm -hmm. So you've got a lot of international students uh, you know, Edmonton's becoming more multicultural. That's the primary demographic that's going to be buying those luxury brands at West Edmonton Mall. You go into the Canada Goose store, you go into Louis Vuitton. I mean, it's quite obvious if you actually go and observe. Hmm, interesting. Uh, you know, Craig, always great to talk to you. I want to thank you for joining me this afternoon. I appreciate it as always. Thank you for having me on the show. Take care. Craig Patterson uh, from the University of Alberta. He is uh, with the School of Retailing there. He's also the editor-in-chief of Retail Insider. I know um, Chelsea and Shay talked about this a a bit on their show this morning, and I thought, you know what, maybe we're going to keep this going a little bit because when we talk about what is it black friday and uh, maybe where you're shopping and a lot of the big stores uh getting getting your business today and a number of texts coming in this afternoon about how many of you actually wanting to turn around and support the smaller businesses uh the small businesses the local businesses in this community and i think you know off the top of my head you know a couple of my favorite places i'm taking my my mom-in-law and my daughter-in-law out to coolman's market garden greenhouse tomorrow they have a a a great christmas set up there and actually a really good sale on all their christmas ornaments uh going on we go out there every year and it, it was a tradition that was started, just me and, and my mom-in-law, to, to get out of the house, just spend some time together, but go and buy maybe a couple small ornaments, new ornaments to add to the tree. So we'll be heading to, to, to Coolman's. You, you look at, you know, some of the other ones around uh, the city. I, I think of, you know, Jasic Chocolate. I mean, what a great job, you know, Jackie's doing over there, you know, her, her store down uh, downtown, just doing unbelievable things. And I remember when she first started, first started, it was, how many years have I been married now? Um, seven, I think. She did the chocolate um, gifts for my wedding. 
and she was selling her stuff at the farmer's market and it's so great to see you know she started up that with that one shop in Sherwood Park and now is it continues to grow and grow and grow you look at all of these all-weather windows these these local companies who are who are doing some great things in this in this uh, in this province in this city um, you know, some of my favorite places, Northern Chicken, you guys know I talked about that over and over again. I, I love I love those local places, those small, uh, the small places that you can go in and maybe find something a little bit different. And it breaks my heart when I see some of those stores closing down. There was a store over in Riverbend Square, um, Expressions by Gigi, I think if I remember, it, it had a couple different name changes. It was one of my favorite places to go to to buy my mom um, a Christmas present. Every year I get my mom an angel of some sort. I have for 20 years and they always brought in different ones and they would let me know when a new one came in. It's gone now and it breaks my heart. So if you want to share some of your favorite local places, Chelsea and Shay started this morning let's have a little bit more fun with it on the, on this friday afternoon as we look ahead as maybe you're shopping online or maybe you're going over to south edmonton common let's also think about the uh, small business saturday as well some of your texts coming in <laughs> about black friday i listened to this one it says i have a company christmas party tonight and i was supposed to go find something to wear ricky's was having 50 percent off everything in their store but i got distracted by the pretty iphones lol so i ended up getting myself an iphone 11 pro and i think i'm just going to have to dig something out of the closet now i've reached my money quota after that today this one says you know i'm a small business owner we always try to uh, support as many small businesses during the holiday season as we can and it's really true that small businesses absolutely jump for joy when uh, we get the sales uh, nancy says jay my friend uh, wendy owns tickled floral in sherwood park and besides gorgeous flowers and wreaths whoville trees and locally made gifts this weekend when you buy an amaryllis bulb they donate one to a senior's care home amaryllises are, are are really cool plants but that is really cool nancy thank you for that hey jay when shopping local i also make sure to use cash or debit so that the owner doesn't have to foot the credit card fee for their purchase thanks for that text uh devon and sherwood park uh, says, I just came from Totem Outdoor Outfitters. Great service. Love the swap and trade on old equipment. So, yeah, Small Business Saturday is tomorrow. One of the places I was trying to remember was Jilly's uh, in Twilliger. I love that place. Some really funky uh, gifts in there as well. Um, this one says, you know what? This is Armswar says, deals aren't as good this year, Jay. Uh, Boxing Day will probably be much better. Interested in, to know what you maybe have bought so far today and what you're seeing out there. Uh, Joel, the electrician. Hey, Joel, nice to hear from you. Saying there is nobody in the stores. If you walk by, you'll see a security member and a couple of staff. I hardly ever see anybody shopping in those luxury stores. These are the luxury stores, and I'm at the mall almost weekly. Yeah, those luxury stores. I don't even set foot in there. I can't afford uh, any of them. Um, and Sebastian says, yeah, it's a tough economy for the working class, but it's a great economy for the rich, and they're looking to spend their money. We were talking about some more of those luxury brands coming to West Edmonton Mall. Um, keep it coming, 780-496-0063. Let's do this.